0: It's like, I don't know, can I trust that guy? Can I trust that pastor? Because if I tell you my dark, dirty secrets, the skeletons in my closet, yeah, is that information safe?
1: This is Pastor John. Hey, this is Pastor Tim. This is the Every Moment His podcast. We are coming back to our little series here, um, kind of things to know. Yeah, every, every,
0: every uh, week we're taking just a little nugget, a thought, an idea, just that we think everyone in the church should just know. Yeah. And it's, sometimes it doesn't yeah. get explained, and so it's just good to, to hear these things clearly. Yeah. Good. Good. Your, your pastors are
1: congested today. We have allergies. Yeah, it is uh, ragweed season. And so if we sound a little, <clears throat> that's why.
0: So uh, what are we doing today? So today we're really looking at um, this idea that pastors hold personal confidence, that they mm. hold your secrets and they're not going to divulge those secrets. They're not going to spread around the sins that you confess to them. So there's a few things that we'll probably talk about with, you know, regard to this, just trusting Mm -hmm. your pastor, what he's actually there to do and what he has the the ability to do what God has told him to do. So yeah, yeah, we'll talk through that. But before that, um, you want to hear a joke? I would never say no. All right. So I might, depending on what you say, (laughs) depending on the mood. Yeah. So my wife asked me if I had seen the dog bowl. The dog bowl. Yeah, it was just like the puppy bowl. Yeah, but I said, I you know, I didn't think he ever did. <laughs> wow.
1: Give that one maybe two point five it, it was a slow. Yeah, it's a slow roller. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> next episode, I'm gonna have a joke. Oh, good. I'm okay. excited for that. So, um, yeah, I, I, think that sometimes people don't always understand why they have a pastor. They might say, I have a pastor because this guy is gonna, you know, give me an inspirational message on Sunday, or maybe, um, um, this guy is going to be here to kind of help me lead me in my faith. But, um, w- one of the reasons God's given you a pastor, I would say even one of the primary reasons v. is, um not just to grow you in that faith, to help you grow, but uh, to know that you're forgiven. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jesus himself says to his apostles in John chapter 20, after Jesus was raised from the dead, he straight up says to them, uh, go, He, he breathes on them. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. And so there's been this trust given to pastors to speak this authoritative word of forgiveness into the hearts and minds of God's people when they are repentant, when they have grief and sorrow over their sins. And, you know, I think a lot of times Christians will go years and years and decades even just carrying the heavy baggage Mm -hmm. of their sins and they kind of just deal with them on their own. And um, God has given an invitation for them to come to their pastor and say, hey, pastor, this is burdening me. I want to confess this. And the pastor has one job in that moment. And that is to those who repent to say, as surely as Christ died and rose again, your sins are forgiven. Go in peace.
0: Yeah. So would it surprise you, dear listener, to know that God doesn't want you to hold those burdens? In no, your heart and in your right. mind and in your conscience. Sometimes we
1: think it's a thing of piety. Right. That just to we feel bad all
0: our lives. Stricken,
1: spitten, and afflicted. Yeah. You know, Lutherans just we just feel guilty for not feeling guilty. Yeah. You know? Right. And we um, it is good to feel guilt and remorse over our sins. Um, but that does <laughs> not heal.
0: Yeah, that's not the intended final state.
1: Yeah. It's like when you when you skin your knee you go seek medical help. Yeah. You don't just sit there and stare at your gaping wound, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: Feel sorry that it happened. Yeah. Like Like, you need to get healed.
1: Right. Yeah. And so uh, God has instituted this thing that we often don't know about and often don't use called uh, personal confession and absolution. We might think that's a Roman Catholic thing. and we have some hesitations with the Roman Catholic approach because it's going to say you have to do penance, you have to make satisfaction. Uh, in the Lutheran church, we simply teach according to scripture that this has two parts. You confess your sin to the pastor and the pastor declares to you, your sins are forgiven. Mm. And then...
0: In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, I think that people are think this is awkward or they're weirded out by it. And, you know, for a couple of reasons, I think that we we put up this front in church and often before our pastors to say, I got everything under control. Hmm. I'm a really good, decent person. I'm not a sinner. So here's the thing. We confess every Sunday, I am a sinner, but we don't actually acknowledge that in a real way. So we who say that we're sinners, pretend that we're not sinners. And so we say, I don't wanna go talk to the pastor about that because he might know that I'm a sinner.
0: Yeah, and then he might think less of me.
1: Right. right. I, and let me say this, when people come to me and they, and they confess their sins, I actually think more of them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, humility, um, welcome to the Truth. club. We're yeah. all sinners, yeah.
0: Honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sign of a, a true heart, you know? Um, which is what god is after you know a broken Mm -hmm. and a contrite heart he doesn't despise and so we all have reasons to have broken and contrite hearts because of the reality of sin and so when when god brings us to that godly place of sorrow and sin uh in our sin Mm -hmm. that's a place of honesty it's a place of growth yep and so yeah so this nugget that we want to give people today is just to let you know that pastors are That's what they're for. They're for forgiving your sins in the name of Jesus and with his authority. But then there's this interesting, you know, there's some tension to this because it's like, I don't know, can I trust that guy? Can I trust that pastor? Mm Because if I tell you my dark, dirty secrets, the skeletons in my closet, yeah, is that information safe Mm -hmm. with you? And so here's what we want you to know. We want you to know that pastors are actually sworn to hold personal information and confidence. Mm -hmm. So we actually take a vow, right? We say, I'm going to never divulge sin. So let me read this. Well, I'll, I'll finish this statement. So you should feel totally comfortable in confessing personal realities to your pastor, knowing that his job is to pronounce the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name. If a pastor breaks this oath, they can and should be removed from office. It's a, It's a... Uh, it is a s- strike at the heart of the gospel mm. to mm-hmm. share the sins of repentant sinners and gossip about them. Right. Yeah. So, when Pastor John and I, when we were ordained, that means we were uh, officially put into the office of the ministry, the office of word and sacrament, um, we were asked a series of questions. And here's. One of the questions that was asked to us that we had to respond to, will you faithfully instruct both young and old in the chief articles of the Christian doctrine? Will you forgive the sins of those who repent? And will you promise never to divulge the sins confessed to you? We had to answer that. We had to say, yes, I will, with the help of God publicly in Mm -hmm. front of people. Saying, you know what, if you if anyone comes to me with sin, I have to forgive their sin if they Mm -hmm. are repentant. I don't get to like make it up or hold a grudge myself or say, that's too bad. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm gonna kind of hold my thumb on you. No, for the sake of Jesus, I must pronounce that Mm -hmm. forgiveness. And for the sake of Jesus, I must hold that confidence Mm -hmm. carefully. Yeah, this is important because
1: like when you come to your pastor and you share some stuff you're going through and some sins and things that you need your conscience to be relieved of, uh, your pastor doesn't go down, uh, go home and, 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 and say to his wife,
0: yeah. hey, guess what so-and-so told me today? Yeah. Um, in fact, I rarely tell my wife anything that's going on in people's life at all
1: right i mean there's some things that are like public like you know like really public things like that everybody knows about or good things maybe. yeah, yeah. there's good things but um when you come to your your um and this is interesting because like sometimes people will assume that that my wife or my family know things or that even other staff members know mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. because um they're used to people just telling everybody everything and but that's not the case and sometimes it can be a little awkward because you know somebody's approaching you know my family thinking they know something, but i haven't told them sure um and and i um once again, there are things that <clears throat> excuse me there's things that are public that everybody knows about or or um they're made public uh and sometimes sins have public consequences right you know whether it be you know breaking the law um i mean those things are printed in the newspaper right um, so and and sometimes it is helpful to be aware of that, but when you come to your pastor and you say, you know, ten years ago this thing happened, and I'm feeling remorse over it, um, your pastor is duty bound to not share that with others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I will sometimes say, do you, if it's something where it would be good for you, Pastor Tim, to know. I will sometimes say, would you mind if I share this with Pastor Tim mm-hmm. so he's aware? Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, um, we're duty bound to not share these things with other people. So it is yeah. very much a, it's the integrity of the pastoral office there.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, we've ta- talked a little bit about this before on this podcast and I've, we've each preached on this a little bit too. But man, I think this is one thing that it's just so hard to get into people's lifestyles, mm-hmm. but that there's such a treasure here, you know, yeah. that it's, it, there's nothing like hearing a brother in Christ, uh, your pastor say, your sins are forgiven. Like just to air, drag into the light, the sin, and just say, here's what's going on. And someone have, someone saying to you, you're not alone in this and you're yeah. forgiven. It's known. Mm-hmm. Uh, God already knows it but it's a little hard for us to comprehend that you know so mm-hmm. when a brother in Christ says yeah I I've been there and I hear what you're saying and um that particular sin is forgiven I mean you're like a new person mm-hmm. you know yeah. you believe these words from Jesus they're yours you know you're forgiven yeah uh Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his
1: book A Life Together which I commend everyone to read and then read again um and then maybe read again A wonderful book, short little book. We have it in our church library, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Dense. Bonhoeffer says a couple things. Number one, he says that sin does its best work in the darkness. When you keep your sin to yourself and you um, don't share it with another Christian, it remains in the darkness where it, you know, like mold, it can just flourish in the Mm -hmm. darkness. But light expels the darkness, and so when you bring a sin into the light to another Christian, um, the work of God. That's where sin gets really serious too. That's mm-hmm. where it's like there's a little bit of pain here. Mm. Um, I'm not just absolving myself, but I'm 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 recognizing the seriousness of my sin and that I confess yeah. it to another person. The second thing that Bonhaver says is that the Christ in my brother's heart is stronger than the Christ in my heart. So I need to hear Christ's words from another Christian. And granted, when we ask God to forgive us in those moments of silence at the beginning of the worship service, God forgives us. I mean, God is more eager to forgive you than you are to ask, Mm -hmm. but for the sake of your own conscience and your own repentance and growth, confessing your sin to another Christian or a pastor in particular is a very healthy practice.
0: Yeah. And I think this is like, man, this is one way to like, like you said, get serious about sin or there's a little like, if you really want to have some victory over sin, there's no better way than dragging it into the light Mm. and just letting God's word deal with it. For real. Because yeah, fighting with sin on your own is is too hard yeah you just get overcome so bringing it into the community and there is a bit of a leap of faith Mm -hmm. to trust that brother in Christ that this person's on my side he's gonna say what's right to me he's gonna Mm -hmm. say the words of God and not the words of man uh, and he's gonna hold my secret so we we want that for the church yeah and we want it for you dear listener amen